When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Taylor Swift colon, the Eras Tour is over, but here on Posture Recaps Theater, we are just getting started. My name is Ariel, and I am joined by my co-host, with whom I have bad blood. It is Grace. What's up, Grace? Oh, bad blood. I was wondering if we have eras of this podcast. <laughs> we definitely have at least two, which is when we tried to cram a bunch of movies in monthly. Let's do three then... movies a month again, Grace. That's no. uh, that seems That seems fun. Yeah, and um, then and then the one that we have now, that's a new era, I think. Yeah. We're like in our we're in our autumnal era, I would say. <laughs> Maybe closer to like uh Yeah. Not an evermore. What's the other one? Folklore? I think it's closer folklore. to folklore. Yeah. Uh but mm-hmm. we are not alone. We are joined by Travis Kelsey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are joined by uh Taylor Swift expert. It is the great Brian Scally. What's up, Brian? Oh, hello, hello. Uh, you know, it is my wildest dreams to be here appearing here with you. Expert might be a little strong, uh, but Born Again Swifty, I feel like, is a, a, a decent oh, title. <laughs> I like that a lot. I kind of felt like I was that at the end of the movie, too. Right? I had to talk about it, yeah. <laughs> born again. Uh, so when when would you say that you were born exactly? Like, how long are we, how long are we talking as far as, like, uh, Taylor identity? Well, age-wise, I'm very young, but as far as a Taylor fan, um, I would say that she was, I mean, obviously, like, incredibly massively popular all the time, and my sister has been a Swifty since, like, day one, absolute super fan. She was dressing up like Taylor Swift at concerts before it was cool, Um, and so I would consistently, like, go to most, uh, a couple of the tours with her and was very much, like, a fan, fell off a little bit around Reputation, and then came back, I would say in evermore midnight's era and got like very much back in yeah i feel like a lot happened during the uh the reputation era (laughs) Uh, but she as she always does uh reinvented herself in in many ways grace are you are you a bigger swifty than scally i'm not a bigger swifty but when i talk about like the potential to be reborn again is because i was there at the beginning i have seen taylor swift in concert when she opened for Rascal Flats in 2006. Ooh, so I have been there very early on because she was a country music star. I come from a country music listening family. She's a big deal. And then she became big. And then I kind of fell off. But I felt like after this concert, I was like, I could get back into Taylor Swift. Should I, should I spend all of my life savings uh, when she comes to Toronto in November of 2024? Probably. No, go to Tokyo instead and see her there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say that you were there in the beginning, like when she was on her Christmas tree farm, which is a thing that I have learned recently is where she grew up. That's a thing. It's a whole, it's a whole part of the myth. There's all this, uh, what do you call it? Mythology, right? There's all this Taylor Swift mythology, which is wild. Uh, This movie is a lot. Uh, It's, I knew, (laughs) I knew it was going to be long, but I don't think I was quite, anticipating 
how long it was because the stupid app kept like cutting off the minutes thing on the mm -hmm. on the movie ticket. Mm -hmm. uh, we always talk about movie length grace here, but yes. uh, this one this one was like the Avengers Endgame basically. This hey, was she in the concert. She's like talking about how she hadn't been on tour for a long time. She missed all these albums. It's like, what is she gonna do now that she's had like four albums or whatever I, I don't have the math right but you know what am i gonna do and she's like she makes a joke she's like well i could just do like a three and a half hour uh concert and everyone cheers and it's like oh we we two two hours 45 basically for for us so cheering know. the whole time yeah we, they, i think they edited the concert down so right you know, yeah i love like an in universe an in-universe explanation for why a thing is long it's always that always uh yeah, tickles me uh, before I guess before we get too far into the movie, first of all, subscribe pushercaps.com slash Taylor Swift. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> pushercaps.com slash movies mm -hmm. is the URL for all your podcast catchers. Uh, Scally, you saw the Eras tour in person, if I'm understanding correctly. Is that true? I did. Um, yeah, I had a weird situation where a ticket kind of fell into my lap. I was not originally going and then all of a sudden found out that I was. I did some massive prep because uh, I can't be casual about anything. Uh, it's no. a problem. Uh, and so then I, you know, caught up, got fully back in, went to the tour and it was super, super fun. So uh, when I heard that it was going to be a movie, it was like, oh, good, because I would have seen the tour again, but didn't want to uh, buy second, you know, the, the uh, repriced tickets. Yeah, there's only like so many tickets that are going to fall into your lap and you don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, uh, bite the hand, bite the Taylor hand that feeds the lap, if you will. Um, so this so you had I, I would assume you had like high expectations walking into this certainly maybe not like for how you thought it would be, you know, captured on camera, but maybe your excitement. This was going to be like the closest uh, the closest thing to seeing the concert. Yeah. I, yeah, I, my expectations varied wildly where like I loved the tour. It was super fun. Um, but even with the tour, everything is 24-7 pasted all over TikTok. So with the tour, it's like I went in knowing every single set piece, every single like order to every song, every like backup dancers. I recognize you all. Uh, so going into the movie as similarly, it was like, all right, I know which songs were cut. I know what's like happening. Uh, I know how people were behaving in the movie theater. So things were, you know, uh, pretty much laid out for me online. And I would say I tried to go in with like tempered expectations and it surpassed mm -hmm. those. So I was very happy in the theater yeah i had a friend who i remember like months ago was like well the plan is probably they're gonna do this and then they'll release the movie and then by the holidays yes like there was the whole like what i would call the taylor media rollout plan that had you know i think to your point about like the tiktok of it all and there's all the reddit stuff and it's just the fans kind of informing each other about what stuff is going to happen and in what order and getting no less excited about it. Like this isn't a no spoilers, please situation. This is like the opposite seems like. Um, so yeah, the movie, it was, uh, it was exciting. Grace. I was like you, I was not going to see, I was not going to see the tour. You've already seen her. So whatever you're spoiled, both of you are, you know, <laughs> From sure. 2006, she didn't have quite as many. I think she probably, well, I don't think any song she played during the concert was no, it's definitely written in it wasn't an era's long tour at that point. No, <laughs> um, but how did you how did you feel about the movie overall? Okay, so I want to talk about like my expectations going in and then what my experience actually was like. 
I was actually excited for this. I think it's so interesting. I think as somebody who is just interested in pop culture, I think that this is a fascinating thing to happen. It's I think that this movie probably comes out even without the strike, but they do they do go and ask SAG after, like, can we do this? And they're allowed to proceed with production and were approved to to release this film. And then there's this interesting thing where she goes around the distribution companies, right? And she agrees with AMC and Cinemark in the in the States. Here in Canada, that was through Cineplex to release the film. And this is where, like, when you went to buy your ticket, it was not your usual ticket price. It was probably, you know, for me, about eight bucks more than I normally have to pay. I couldn't get my membership uh, discount, which was a bit annoying. So I just think this whole thing is pretty fascinating. It has the most pre-sales ever right and i just thought it was so interesting as like a cultural moment and it does come at a time a little bit where movie theaters are struggling a little bit and this is due to the strike and things have been pushed back and so yeah it creates this like this thing that can like taylor swift i think was could have basically done this almost exactly but got a little bit of a bump because there's so little else that's happening that she like breaks the you know it's the most pre-sales of any tickets and then she like this is the highest grossing concert movie now of all time which is wild to me i was very excited until i got the email from my local cineplex that said hey you got your ticket here are the rules about what's going to happen at the theater which is you're allowed to sing as loud as you want and dance and get out of your seat and all of that stuff. And I was like, uh Oh, I think I'm going to be wildly out of my element. Like I already was feeling it to a degree, but when they were like, you can dance in front of the screen. I was like, uh Oh, I will say that is still not my thing. I sat quietly in my seat. I did sing along to songs. Mm -hmm. I, politely. That I, that I knew politely. Um, yes, but I actually really thought that basically this thing that these kids got who like basically were the ones to got to get up and, and dance in front of the screen. Like what a freaking cool moment that like was happening. I think in theaters, I don't, I, you know, when I go to Killers of the Flower Moon this Thursday night, everyone better be sitting in their butt in their seat. Okay, I don't even think we should allow popcorn in that movie. That's a, you know, that's cinema. But this was like a concert film, and like I feel like I actually kind of loved, like when we're talking about the movie industry basically like potentially dying, and to see like literally like five nights in a row at my local theater that is not doing well to like be sold out basically every night and people loving their life. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't think I can really be that mad at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely like you're saying an interesting piece of, uh, I always call them, you know, like relics, like a, a, uh, a pop culture relic that this thing stands in time and the time. How it dare comes you out. call Taylor Swift a relic? <laughs> yes. That was, How that was me you? calling her old. Wow. Uh, it's, it's eras, you know, she's, she started so young. It's, it's so impressive. Yeah. Uh, but the, the audience component specifically, I think is, is interesting because the, the, like, emotion of the theater that you happen to be in where you happen to buy your tickets is for something like this way more than usual can affect both positively and negatively like your reaction to the thing the feeling the emotion all that my theater i will say was completely packed of course and it was i would say it was like the good version of like yeah some people were dancing a lot of people were singing for sure including the girl sitting right next to me who did not miss a single like wrinkle <laughs> of every single uh -huh. note and word that Taylor says and sings, which was kind of impressive after a while. 
and uh, people were taking out their phones. It was like a much more looser theater thing all around because people were singing and dancing and like people were taking out their phones to record the concert on the screen, but also people were just like texting and it didn't like matter as much because it wasn't about plot, right? You're just like watching the movie and it's literally a concert on the screen. So it's definitely not an, a, a, an experience that you get often at a theater. And I think that's that's always interesting to have like a different kind of, of experience or movie outing. It's almost more like a, feels more like a drive-in than it does a theater. Um, but yeah, my, my audience participation experience was good did you have did you have uh, a lot of people in your theater getting up to dance scally or was it more of just like a sing-along so i went in with like the lowest of expectations because my thing is like i want everyone to have fun but i would like to be the person having the most fun in that theater <laughs> really in any situation <laughs> no like, pressure I want, you, I want you to enjoy this but like i should have the best time um mm -hmm. and so everyone running up and down the aisles and screaming is probably not going to make me have the best time now i also tried to keep in mind that like there are probably a lot of people just based on availability of tickets or price of tickets or whatever the case may be that they did not get to go to the concert and i did so i was like this is their concert this is their mm -hmm. time um um, so to everyone except for the girl in my row who was screaming about how she spent $2,000 on tickets, um, oh. <laughs> I'm very glad for all of them that they got this. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. My con my theater was really not that bad overall. Um, I'm applauding the mom that was a couple rows in front of me who performed to the back of the audience as if it was her concert for almost the entire okay, time. Okay, I uh, saw this. What? what, <laughs> I, what? I, this is basically how I got flagged. That I knew you were watching the Swift con the movie because you talked about this woman in front of you who was like singing to you. <laughs> What happened? Yes. Uh, so she came, I spotted her before and then I didn't realize it was her until during uh, the midnight set when Taylor puts on like a pink, like a purple, like furry jacket. Uh, she puts on, you know, a dupe of that same jacket and, but it did not stop her the entire time. She was performing towards the back of the audience. Uh, I will say that the daughters of, and is some sons of, uh, you know, of the parents in that row, mostly very well behaved. The parents <laughs> next to them, out of their minds <laughs> just screaming yelling uh performing the whole time so they had a great time good for them uh and again she was the least of my worries i was you know she can have a good time and that's fine that's not really bothering me uh if someone was having a conversation that's where i was like all right like i get that this is yeah. a lot but like yeah. you can sing along don't have other words coming out of your mouth please <laughs> otherwise yeah i do feel there was like i think a contingent of like parents who had brought their kids and they had to buy a ticket for that like their kids were maybe like just like not quite old enough to be there on their own which right. like you get like that's where a like, guy in front of me like did have his phone out like the which i was like yeah like i don't know i'm like pretty anti having your phone out but this is a weird one and i'm not certainly not going to be the person to be like put your phone away but also i'm mm. gonna like if you look at me i'm gonna look passive aggressive you know uh, <laughs> you know what i really hate do you know what's the one thing i hated the most in either of your showings uh. when there was a slow song did people turn on their phone flashlights there was know. some of that. Okay, they did it a lot in my theater, and I've never. The, I, I go to the movie theater to be shrouded in darkness and we're all looking at one screen and I feel so vulnerable when like there's like 50 people in the theater all with their flashlights on I'm like we're not supposed to be seen in here I'm like, every, like I'm like a vampire as soon as I get into a movie theater I'm like there no no where, like, don't look how much pop, don't look at the size of my popcorn bag right like yeah. I don't want to be in your living memory of this thing like get away with that that's, oh. that's awful um, Can I, yeah. I mean the other theater complaint thing is is like the mess that was left but i i i 
want to be mindful that yes i feel like that does suck for theater going like people and i know the theater near me like there was i felt like we were like i've never had to like kind of like wait for the theater to be clean because i had so many show times we're just trying to like churn out and i do feel bad that like there was mess but i do feel like for the most part like this happens in movie theaters like there's just like mess that happens at the end of it because they sell snacks and popcorn and people spill their popcorn and like yeah i feel i do feel bad to one degree for the employees but also this is not like Taylor Swift's fault that there's that they sell popcorn at the movie theaters and the bags got flipped. Like, come on, what are we talking about? We're being it sounds so like mad. you're calling all of Taylor Swift's fans monsters. That's what I'm. That's what I'm oh, hearing. You know, uh, that's very funny. That's probably one of the most Canadian things you've ever said. Uh, that whole little like diatribe, but I I appreciate it. Um, the yeah, the one thing that did impress me lastly about the audience was like there were times where it didn't seem like there was clapping in the song but they all knew when to clap in unison and oh, it was chance. very like <laughs> i took like one step back mentally where i was like oh i don't know about the it, it just felt very um culty is too way too strong a word for what i'm trying to say but it felt it felt like there was a community of people that i was there with and i was visiting and there were just a few customs that went over my head. But I well, felt there, like, I, I, when the tour, air tours was like happening, you know, in the summer or whatever, Elise Myers, who's a TikToker, um, uh, pretty like an influencer on Instagram, she's really funny. And she was going to the Aeros tour. She had got tickets and she was like practicing. She was looking up all the things about, Scott, you probably can speak to this more of like, the things that Taylor might say, or the kind of like Rocky Horror Picture esque, where like yep. there are things that you call out at certain moments in the concert, and she was like, she would look and be like confused by them, but like I have to learn them to fit in, basically, because a lot of her like shtick is that she has like a bit of anxiety and like wants to fit in, and, to, and she's like, oh my god, I have to learn all these things, and so I do like know that aspect of it. I didn't feel like that happened at all in my concert. I think I had a lot of kids, and I assume that almost nobody in my theater like. Well, Canada hasn't got the tour yet, right? Our tour is November mm. of 2024. So I feel like that stuff really didn't happen in my theater. But I imagine it might have been a lot of places where Taylor has played, Scally. Yeah, it definitely happened in my theater. I mean, nowhere near to the degree that it happened at the concert. I mean, you, like the chance that people were screaming at the Taylor Swift concert are louder than any football stadium you're ever going to hear, like actually caused earthquakes, uh, I believe, in Subsidy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it'll just be like some line in Taylor Swift's song where you know it says i'm going out tonight and before that everyone all of a sudden decides they want to start yelling like taylor where are you going and so right. it's like then everyone picks up on that she finds out what they are and then she plays along so uh by the end of the tour you can actually watch where and i think that's the best part of them recording the like final city is it was when she was like the most comfortable she's right. much more like you know in her bag like exactly like you know uh, just like dancing along to the music she knows all the chants she knows what's coming and so she was having a lot more fun with it rather than like the first couple nights where it was like i gotta get every step of this right so uh i thought it was fun yeah oh lots of fun i want to talk about it's hard-hitting question time scally what is your favorite era oh this is so hard <laughs> um okay i've been going back and forth like all the time um of course. i would say I, for a long time, was in on Red, 
uh, which, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's like no wrong answer here, really. Um, but then I've been trying on Evermore for size lately. I'm like trying to like, am I an Evermore boy? Like, is that where we're going? I'm not sure. But I do keep getting pulled back to folklore. I'm a really big folklore boy. I do love folklore. That's like the for me, like being a country music fan growing up and then like getting being like, Oh, but there's like indie, you know, mm-hmm. uh, folk music was like really a lot of my like musical. So I, I really do like folklore. I also I really do like eighteen or 1989 as it's well. It's so good. Uh, it's pretty. There's some that whole that whole. It's like, the, the, I do feel like one of the things I was surprised by being somebody who's not super into Taylor Swift, just how much of the concert I knew. Like, yeah, there were definitely times where I was like, yeah, I don't know this song at all, like mm-hmm. at all at all. But there was a lot where like stretches of like. Oh yeah, that oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I it was really fun, I thought. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ariel, do you have one? Do you have a favorite, favorite era? Well, (laughs) I I will just say that uh, the Evermore, I shuddered a little bit when you said uh, Evermore, Scally, because (laughs) I think for me, the, the low point of the concert was the like Harry Potter orb song <laughs> where they were like dancing around. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't justice like for Willow. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Willow the show too. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's hilarious. Thank you for telling me the name of that song. I just, I was a little bit lost. Like I do appreciate the choreography. I appreciate that she tried to do a lot of different things and she's definitely giving it her all throughout the performance, even when her hair is a little, and like you know she's like sweating but the but the quality of the performance is not suffering at all which i think is certainly not easy to do over this extended period of time um but uh yeah that song i was just i kind of got lost in what well i got lost because of the orbs for sure and what they were doing but i just i don't know i had questions and i i just it, it felt like just the cheapest uh Harry Potter performance I'd ever seen. It actually reminded me of seeing the Harry Potter uh, show on on Broadway. <laughs> so that's probably that's probably why I was tainted. But there was a lot of lead up. I mean, I think for sure, Evermore is uh, excuse me, not Evermore. Uh, folklore is a good answer. I'm like a. I was there for the beginning. I liked her original songs, and then I kind of fell off. You know, by the time we get to Red, I'm like so fully out i really didn't like bad blood at the time i you know i had a whole journey and then i think probably around what was before what was before evermore 1989 or lovers uh lover lover uh i called it lover wow big mistake uh (laughs) it's not plural um yeah but i think folklore is the one where i i felt like there was a change a maturing a, a, a you know outside the box just getting back to more i don't know I, as soon as you put bonnie Vare on a track and you're like <laughs> you're you're I, you're kind of like whispering and i can't understand what you're saying like i'm, I'm already in so this is yeah. that, that that for sure is my favorite song on that album 
uh, Exile, I believe is the name. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, I got the approval. The approval. <laughs> uh, but yeah, probably folklore. But okay, here's what I, here's what I will say about concerts and concert movies in general. There's always a song or a few songs where like I either didn't like it or didn't really know it, and now. I have this this uh, experience to attach meaning onto that song, whether it's, you know, I like the performance, I liked hearing some of the lyrics in a different way or understood them in a different way. And I was worried because like for the first hour of this movie, I was like, oh, that thing that I like isn't really happening. Like I, so far, it's just the songs that I like are good and the songs that I don't like are not good or, you know, I'm just not enjoying them. And then some, I think it was, I can't remember what song it was. I'll think of it later, but uh it happened and I was so excited for myself selfishly because I was like, wow, it's like a real concert. It's like I'm there. And I felt like I was in L.A. and I was like sweating right along with her. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, uh, you brought up Bad Blood. I would say probably that song. And honestly, like especially with my like first listen or first second listen through uh, on Reputation, I was like not convinced <laughs> on mm-hmm. that whole kind of era. But... I think it works really well for concerts. And that Mm. is the thing about some of these songs. Like I really like Midnight's. Not every song that they pick for the concert on Midnight's are my favorite. There's a lot that are left off that I prefer, but I think she did a good job of like picking the best ones to fill a football stadium. Like Mm. they are like very good live. It's fun. It's a fun energy for everyone to be singing together. And so that's where those grow on me. Um, You said that like songs got cut. I was, I'm interested in, in, in terms of she makes the joke about three and a half hours and then the movie is two fifty or whatever. But the, and then the two, the things where I noticed they probably cut the most. And I was wondering what the experience like at the actual concert is like, is when she goes under the stage to do a change because it's the end of an errand. She's going to come out and do the other errand. She often like goes beneath the middle part and then she enters at the back. How much time is there between her like, um, changing basically like a mm-hmm. costume change and also yeah what got is there anything that got cut that you were like disappointed that got cut or you were happy that got cut it's like Ooh. two wildly different questions but yeah I'm well sure there's so much there um yeah. i would say happy that got cut um probably like the 10 minute applause that came after champagne problems oh, in real life uh, yes <laughs> yeah even yeah. the minute we left in was probably a little much for me personally because yeah. uh-huh. um but uh I, you know so that was that in terms of like what i'm sad got cut really i like i liked all of the songs that got cut especially um there was they did tis the damn season for every like i think every most concerts at least um outside of la and then that's off of evermore and then replaced it with nobody no crime and so i was like all right well i didn't get to see that live so at least i'll get to see it in the movie but no they cut both um so that was disappointing um and so that was like a little frustrating the rumor that i had heard of why they cut multiple songs was so that they could get four airings a day instead of three or three like showtimes that does that does make sense like that, that makes yeah. so much sense yeah because then you're talking about like uh you know like mm-hmm. uh, percentages and minutes and like how thing you know how much you can squeeze in it's like a, it's literally mass production of a thing and how much you could like squeeze out of it mm-hmm. i mean also they get to then be like the extended cut coming out again that's in three true. weeks that so true. that'll oh, yeah. come don't worry <laughs> that'll oh. be on streaming at least the um, machine 
yep. And then as far as the timing in between the sets, I am famously bad with dates, timelines, all of the no, above. So could have been half an hour, no clue. But I would say, you know, it's five to ten minutes. She had um, like really good visuals up on the screen, which I don't think came across during the movie. Uh, and then sometimes it was like almost like recorded like spoken word or like poetry kind of stuff oh. and uh she's like a good writer so it was like that's fine it wasn't like why i was there necessarily but yeah, i did have sure. some friends who were like that was interesting and i'm kind of sad that none of that made it into the final cut yeah that's super interesting she's yeah. writing haikus i love that with her <laughs> with her spare time no and i'm glad you mentioned the thing with the screen because i was not too impressed with what we saw as far as that kind of stuff like the more mm -hmm. um you know because you know because you were literally there but we've all been to like some sort of stadium and they do have to fill out the stage and they have to put a lot of things on the big screen so that like people in the horrible seats can can actually see and feel like they can see her face and it didn't seem like there was that much going on i mean the movie did do a really good job of show of showcasing her singing her choreography the backup dancers you know a lot of like fun personality shots with the dancers uh and i'm really glad that they kept the audience freakouts to a minimum like we all had our own audience freakouts in the theater but like the ah, people who were all at the concerts and you know they're i'm sure they were at every single one you don't really want to create uh I already said bad blood, but I don't have another one to say. You don't want to really create bad blood with like this audience of like, I wasn't there. Now I have to watch somebody else like freaking out because they were there. Uh, it felt like they were only cutting to an audience member like every 20 minutes. And I kind of, I kind of clocked that, which that was fun. But um, I agree. I thought it was pretty minimal in the way that, yeah, it kind of does take you out of, of the, in the way that I think because, yeah. So as we were talking, I was like, I know I joked about my life savings on like a Taylor Swift, but yeah, look, it's like, yeah, like two grand. I'm not going to Taylor Swift. Um, like, so the movie is what I got from like a Taylor Swift concert. So, you know, that for a lot of the people in the theater is it. So I agree that it was a smart choice. And it's just the way it was filmed overall. It, yeah, it did feel like you were watching the concert. I know that's silly, but also the choice, like a lot of concert films add in, like I've seen the Justin Bieber one. It's a lot of like Justin's preparing. He has a concert tonight. Here he is in his home. He's coming back to his hometown and we're like interviewing his parents, right? Like that was like in a more documentary style concert yeah. film um, that I was, I think it's a smart choice to not do that on this one, that this is, well, she's had that, right? Long, she, yeah. She's had that on Netflix, right? She has yeah. the, the I mean, yeah, I haven't watched it, but. I'm you again know. expecting a documentary it, of yeah, the fair. making of the Eras oh, tour yes. to be coming out separately. <laughs> oh, it's a whole right, right. Because I'm sure they have the footage. Of course, that makes so much sense. Yeah, because I think mm -hmm. that's exactly. There's so many examples of a concert movie that's a little bit more, you know, behind the scenes, intimate shots, you know, like in between song moments. Like maybe we see what she's doing when she's diving under the stage. I imagine she's putting a lot of you know, very soft towels on her face and lightly dabbing, <laughs> uh, which is her right. And uh, the, yeah, the movie, uh, this movie had none of that and that's fine, but I certainly don't want more. I don't want the movie to be longer because then they yeah. could probably only show like what, two show times a day in the, mm -hmm. in the theater. Uh, so that's, that's unfortunate, but she'll probably release it yeah, on her. 
on her new streaming plat network, right? That she's coming sure. out later this year, Scally. <laughs> Is that happening? Are you lying? Are you pulling my leg? Plus, <laughs> I'm sure that it, you know if she wanted it, it would be more successful than at least a couple of the streaming services that are out there. <laughs> it will be interesting where it goes. I feel like uh, I've heard a lot of buzz Peacock. that Apple Apple TV will get it because she has a relationship mm. with that music. But the I wanted to, I think the stage thing is really interesting. I, yeah, I found the stage to be fine. It like certainly served the purposes for what it what it was and whatever. And I found it the concert mostly to be it's, it was very minimal. Like you have the thing in the middle that moves up and down. She I mean minimal. She has she has like, you know, the the folklore cabin and whatever. Like there's a lot of stuff happening. But at the one thing I I did think like most of well, not all the outfits. Some of the outfits are like way better than that. I liked the customized microphone was my favorite mm. thing. Every era having a customized microphone was my favorite. And I specifically, I don't need it. I guess I do talking to microphone. I would like the, I would like the folklore um, one, which was like wooden. It was great. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Um, but I thought the aesthetic was, was good. It worked for me. Um, yeah. The outfits certainly hit or miss, I think, uh, <sighs> you know, but she, yeah. they were not all her best outfits in my opinion, yeah. because she has, uh, it was like very famously, uh, she comes out like in, let's say the lover bodysuit, And then the next leg of the tour or a couple nights later, she comes out in a different one and every TikTok goes absolutely mad, which is like, Oh my God, she debuted a new lover suit. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. So it was just like, absolutely. People were just like, you know, losing hungry it. for every single shot of like oh my god she's wearing blue tonight can you believe it so uh that became such a thing and so uh, i was joking with my friend of like oh she comes out in the white like folklore dress i was like mm, this is not my favorite to be honest i <laughs> like, love that one i love uh, it i like the green better the green is well, better i don't know i don't know i have no comparisons kelly justice for the well, green now I'm, gonna, now I'm gonna google it uh, and so me, i'm agnostic yeah, I, and because I even the merch was like fine. I will say at the concert also, uh, but like <laughs> they, I got my sister a like Etsy shops are phenomenal and yeah. got one where it's like <laughs> you could customize your sweatshirt to be what outfit she wore on the night you went. So it was like night of merch and it was very oh, cool. cool. Yeah, so like that was very fun, and so it was just like this spawned so many things like it was all encompassing with those outfits yeah gosh for real there's like wow she really just like knows how to just make <laughs> everything a thing, everything right? uh, okay yeah. i do like this green dress the one thing scally is i was gonna say is like sometimes i look at things of like would i wear that and there's very little things that she wore that i will wear but that folklore dress from the movie i'm like i do like that that's great it was good i just like oh. the green and the purple more yeah that's totally fair. i scally you had already mentioned this but i did i was impressed with uh bad blood performance specifically and I think I remember liking the outfit, right? It was a kind of like a dark red or maroonish uh, mm -hmm. type thing. You know, running around the stage, making me way more interested in that song than I ever thought I could be. So I guess some points for that. Uh, but it's time for another hard-hitting question. <gasps> Scally, did we need the 10-minute version of Wish You Well? Of all too well, first all of all. Well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Drag him. Um, so... <laughs> I wrote it down uh, and I was yes, like, I should no, Google this. Do. And I'm like, whatever. 
most people are going to say that's her best song. Like there is a large, large contingent of Swifties who like that is their best song. She has a like 30 minute short movie, all too well music video. And no. people watch that regularly. So if this is that the one that edited, came out in theaters briefly? Uh I don't know that it was in theaters. Again, boarding on I'm not like, you know, I'm not on, I'm not the top tier. <laughs> We're not the expert here. Um, mm -hmm. but it was like Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink, and it was like a huge, 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 huge thing. Um, and it's super well done. I do love all too well. If it had not been the 10 minute version, I would have personally been upset as well. Five minute version is fine. Um, but yeah, there's no way you cut all too well. Big hit in my theater. Big hit. The mm -hmm. all too, the 10 minutes all too well. This was, um, I don't think this is the impetus for everyone jumping, getting up and being in the aisle, but, but I feel like there was a little bit of like, it happened once and then some people scurried back to their seat, but there was a crew who had really been leading the charge in terms of songs in terms of one moment that I feel so bad for them, which they jumped to the gun on a verse. They were like a little, and I also felt so bad for them. No, not even me. I wouldn't even do that. Yeah. And, uh, and then they stayed and then people like later came back and they got their phones out. And that's when like, there was like the, the alt, uh, to was like when people kind of like re went back to the front and basically stayed there for the rest of the movie. So it was a big hit. In my theater. Mm -hmm. so I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't really know it, but I thought it was great. Yeah. I clearly don't know it. Uh, <laughs> but I I did think it was I mean, I was pretty impressed anytime that she is playing an instrument and singing, and not just because that is in and of itself impressive, but because I feel like that's when she's I don't know, in a way emoting the most because there's something uh, you can't really fake when she's when she's just singing, you know, she's a little awkward, like it's part of her stick and she's leaned into it. And I think that's great because, you know, people feel comfortable being themselves. And that's part again, that's part of her whole thing. But I but there's a little bit of, you know, a literal performance to it in the sense of like if, if it can at times feel a little artificial and when she's performing, so, you know, even later on, she's doing it on the piano as well. There's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm just connecting with her on a more fundamental level when she's, I don't know, maybe it's because she seems like more of a musician, but uh, I don't know. I just thought it was, it's it's her best. And it's obviously like some of her quieter stuff because it's all acoustic or, you know, some of the the slower ballads. But I think that was the, those were the parts that I, like really was able to just vibe on and you know you get like less of the singing screaming and more people just like enjoying it so i think it was all around like best vibes around those moments yeah, yeah. i do agree i find um because look it's not like an original criticism to say uh that sometimes like she has her stick and she knows what works and you know like do i love when it's like you know and we weren't getting along and sometimes it was not great and mm -hmm. i guess you could say we had bad blood like okay i get it uh <laughs> like it's fine uh it's not, not like the longest me. podcast intro ever yeah, yeah it's just it's not for me and that's fine uh it works for who it works for um but then i do agree especially i feel like when she's actually playing her old stuff you can see when she like is really feeling a song mm -hmm. yeah yeah there I, were moments yeah there were moments where uh or like there's a certain i don't think all too well is part of it right but there was Seg correct me if I'm wrong. How do, how how I'm understanding this, Galley? Like there was a section that each each show, either each city or each specific mm -hmm. performance, that would be swapped out for a dish for a different set of songs. 
Mm-hmm. Like there was like, I think it was called like the secret songs or whatever it was called. Yep. Um, did we see, did all of it, like did all two or three LA performances all have the same ones or they were different from across each show? So they were different across each show. Originally it was that she was going to never repeat any songs. And then it was like, well, if I make a mistake, I can redo it. Well, if it's from my most recent album, I can redo it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if I like really want to do one again, I'll redo it. So, um, you know, the surprise songs were the biggest thing of the thing ever of the concert tour. It's like, I better get good ones. Here's my exact ranking for what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, two nights performing got two of my top five. I'm not still bitter at all. Um, but <laughs> they uh, did actually stick with the same two songs for every showing here. And my theory had been that there were going to be multiple different versions of the movie released with different surprise songs. Oh, fun. And, oh, yeah. God, Cause God. it's also like, Oh, like, okay, I got our song and you're on your own kid, but like, that I gotta is... go back to get. Wasn't this yep. a spider verse thing area. Yep. There was a rumor that the spider verse movie had like, mul- like you could get, you had to like, basically like yep. when you like open up a Pokemon, it's like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> see it again because I didn't get, I, I want to see the other one. See if I get, it's, it's really like scary. clue, like clue back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. I really thought that that was going to be the case. It was quickly confirmed that for me that that was not. And mm-hmm. if that was going to be what they did, I was happy with the choices of our song because it is, a uh, song off of debut, which is otherwise not represented in the Eras tour. Also, one of my favorites uh, off of that album. Um, and you're on your own, kid, because I feel like it. Uh, first of all, most recent album, it really encapsulates uh, just like what she is all about, what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, uh, it's a like song very good narratively, ultimately to pick. So, I think the song choices were very good, but I was surprised that we didn't go for multiple versions. Um, well, I was wondering too whether we would get any cameos, and it makes sense that we didn't because I feel like that complicates whatever. But um, yeah, I was wondering whether we might see like somebody show up for a song, but no, we do. It's, this is fully Taylor, uh, her concert. Yeah, that was interesting. I think that's the no. yeah, smart I mean, yeah. choice, but yeah. I think. Uh... Yeah, the th- I read. I saw all these posts about like people, and I've already brought this up, but like specific. I've already you know talked about like she's sweating, and you know certain nights in LA mm-hmm. it's more humid than others. And but I was seeing these posts about like inconsistencies, and like they would cut to her, and then she was like singing a song, but then her hair looked different because maybe it was from mm-hmm. like a different night, and that's that's like infinitely fascinating to me. Of just like again another reason why they would do the same song so they could like cut around certain things maybe, but also just the well there's moments where she like turns to a can she turns and she's like looking at a camera and then it like shows the whole stage there's no cameraman so then, you know, <laughs> like people would be like fooled into thinking you watched like the one concert that happened i don't right, know right. you know that stuff really interests me as well so i was keeping an eye out for it i noticed the hair but more so the one that i caught was the one of her fingernails the nail polish was chipped right on, certain, oh, on one yeah. night mm, no. so that was a good giveaway if people are what did still she looking do or you it. think she did it on purpose she's like i'm gonna chip this i nail. don't think so i think it probably happened like during the show or something so she couldn't like fix it like in the moment right or maybe it happened when she like jumped under the stage mm. uh, and then she was swimming it was very believable she was like swimming <laughs> up to the, up to i the did room. have some Someone asked me, does she really do that? <laughs> I was like, no. Okay, wait. And then the screen has the same outfit as she just had when she jumped in. It has to be her. 
How did they do that though? Just, did they do it? Did she do it at every show, or this was like only for SoFi Stadium? No, she does it at every show. Um, again, something that was like very quickly just put on TikTok. Everyone knew that it was gonna come. Um, you know, she's standing there. She dives presumably onto like a mat below like the stage. A, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, then she quickly throws on the surprise song uh, dress, but it's just like filler in order to give her time to change. Um, there's two the so far same thing. I did love. I believe that's Kobe Bryant's daughter that she gives mm -hmm. the hat yes. to. Um, even I, even I saw this. This I can claim a scallion, and like I saw this when it like, happened, because <laughs> yeah. it was all over. And so then when it happened oh, here in the movie, I was like, oh my god, it's that thing that I know about. <laughs> it was. It was imagine, sweet. imagine you like imagine you'd been to the Aris, so you would have been doing that the whole movie. People would have been going to, <laughs> oh my oh, god, I knew about. I saw her. Um, the other thing, this is so nip. This is the most nitpicky thing any of us will say on this this podcast. I, if I was, who is SoFi in SoFi Stadium? Whoever they are, you can see the stadium sign the whole time. I don't know who SoFi is. You can't see the word SoFi, and I would be so mad. SoFi is a finance company. If I friggin' name SoFi Stadium and you can't see the word SoFi during this like three hour movie, I'm furious. I want Listen, my money back. That just, needs to be glowing in the dark. Just think about all the time. That we have said so far here on the podcast. Right yeah. All they the time it's worth, appeared maybe. on TikTok now yeah, because you know that's where people are doing the supercuts for the movie. Uh, I was thinking about uh, what is it? Fan fan cast fan cams when you're like fan cams like, pop stars, <laughs> but like it's all just her, right? Because yeah, like, or I guess theoretically they could do ones for her backup dancers because they're clearly well known and she's been using. Uh, oh, I've seen plenty for her backup dancers. They exist. <laughs> yeah, what's the one guy's name? Uh, Scally. Uh, that is I actually Jan, just right? Jan? Naming. Jan? yeah it is Jan Ravnik yeah he is all over people are like oh this man I was like please he's been on TikTok for months at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think news. I think the guy he's sort of the bigger guy he like I think he's my favorite um the one Very who he gets a line during one of the songs too he uh can't remember which one um then i think jan is the best and then the guy who there's um the fellow over there with a really good or, oh yeah. my god i'm messing up the lyric but when he it's him that's so it great happens. it's great that they have a backup dancer who has long hair so that yeah that i think line. he might be my favorite because he gets like the cool like hair flips he yeah. has a lot of the personality what the uh, hell they're all hair. really good yeah they're all really good yeah it's, yeah, yeah they need, super, and super you know talented. no offense to her but they all need to be like really good because you know she's she's more of like the awkward one and she does her little she does the little hand movements you know it's yeah. almost like she's uh -huh. trying to i don't know i know like bollywood <laughs> is a lot of hand movements i know that from so you think you can dance years ago so like it almost it reminded me of that a little bit and i'm like oh my gosh she's trying really hard i appreciate it she has improved her... i'll give her yeah. that <laughs> yeah that's the um the golf club one where she has like a glow in the dark golf club and they're hitting the car. I thought that one was pretty bad. I think it's probably the worst effect in the whole show is <laughs> like, we're hitting the car and it's like slowly like crumpling. That was pretty bad, but I didn't think she was that. I didn't think she was that bad. She's good. I don't know. For me, I think, I know I already gave her crap about uh, the Evermore song. You said it was Willow. The one that I complained mm -hmm. about Scally, the real low, at least that was interesting to look at if at, points confounding and odd but for me the song that i have always liked the least from her newest album is mastermind Ooh. and just because i really just don't like the lyrics i think they're like <laughs> pretty stupid with all of and respect <laughs> to everyone who is involved in it but 
the thing that made me more mad is like it's already like a kind of weird song and it seemed like it had the least amount of staging like they had almost like run out of gas or something towards the end of it and i was just like this song needs help it's, what is she doing <laughs> like <laughs> it's supposed to be like a chess thing i think and then yeah i don't know yeah no. yeah i didn't like it yeah I had a really great time. I thought this was so fun. There's more coming. Beyonce is gonna. Have you? Are you gonna go see the Beyonce movie, Scally? Are you excited for the Renaissance tour to be on stream? Definitely planning. Yeah. I was going to try to get a last minute ticket to Renaissance as well. Unfortunately, yes. that one did not work out for me. Uh, but yeah, definitely be going to the theater. Fun. Yeah. I was lucky enough to have a ticket fall into my lap. No joke. Wow, <sighs> look at these parallels. Uh, and I got to go to uh, the Renaissance. Can't believe you stole that from Scally. <laughs> <laughs> from you. I took your second wish. Uh, that was really, really fun. And I'm excited to see. I guess from you know from this perspective, now having seen the show and getting to see whatever. Beyonce's version of the concert movie will be. I imagine it will be a little bit more uh, artistic and different than just the concert. And just because, you know, we've seen a lot of the things that she has come out with, uh, you know, online, on HBO, whatever. And it'll be interesting for me to see like what makes it to the show, what stuff they add that I didn't get to see. And just in general, she's an incredible performer. So I'm excited uh, for, I think that's in December. Is that right? When I that comes believe out? that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, I believe so. Yeah. Scally, now this movie is out of theaters temporarily for a few days, which I think is hilarious because oh. you you saw it like uh, it, it happened over the weekend. Then it seems like no one is showing it between Monday and Wednesday. It's a weekend movie. It's a weekend movie. And then it comes oh. back to, I think, either Thursday or Friday. Uh, and it's going to be Thursday. out of more places. And yep. I just love the idea that they were like, okay, we're going to turn on the taps and then we're going to turn them off. And like we're gonna wait, and people are gonna be like, "What? What? I can't see the movie." You know, create well, more demand. I mean, it's so interesting. The marketing there is, I think, basically like trying to get as many sellouts. Like, right? Is that not the thing mm. that you can say? Like, they sold out. You don't want the Tuesday. You know, I guess Tuesday is the typical. Do you guys have like discount Tuesdays? It's like a big. Yeah. Uh, we do. Yeah. We do it for AMC. Yeah. yeah, some of the. Time. Yeah, so like you don't want like the Wednesday matinee show to be like half full. You want to advertise that they like all sold out, right? Isn't that? I honestly, I think that that's like the thing, right? Isn't it no, all market, more marketing? I would never sneak out of work to go see the movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, See, I'm devastated because I was like, what if I went to like the Wednesday matinee show and no one's there and then I yes. can be really obnoxious by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you could be singing at the seats. Yes. <laughs> you could be that person. Uh, but no, I mean, it seems like maybe next week it's I haven't checked past this weekend, but it seemed like it was going to be more uh easily available once mm. this next weekend hits. So I imagine maybe there will be some, you know, midday opportunities for uh for Taylor show. And maybe if like the pat, I don't imagine, or maybe that's what it is. Like maybe the prices thing will change uh, where you can use your passport. Cause then you'll have people like going in for like only the songs they like, and then just walking out. <laughs> it's interesting that she made a deal with AMC and then you can't use her AMC stuff. But I, I don't know. I, she, I mean, she did it. $92 million, I think is what they made. It's the highest grossing concert movie of all time. Like I said, like she did it. She did. She did, wow. did the thing. Yeah. She did the thing. Uh, anything else, Scally? That's that we should mention about the concert. That's super important, or really uh, stupid. Either one. 
no, I think we're good. Uh, you know, uh, I guess the only thing I was upset about is we get in the credits. I'm glad that Long Live was included as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But a song that very many people were looking forward to. And then we get the studio track, not even the live track. We don't get to watch that. She didn't perform it at every concert. I was very excited for it. And then that one gets cut as well. So mm, I forgot to mention wow. that one before. <laughs> well, I'm glad we gave you the opportunity to air all your grievances. Uh, I'm so glad we had someone who was at the real thing so we could get yeah. into the really nitty gritty stuff. Uh, but this was super fun. I, I imagine I might see the the movie again, maybe in like oh. you know a month or two. But I don't know that I'll make it the whole way through. I don't know. There you go. Maybe I'll you leave. In, maybe you I sneak leave. in like halfway oh. through and just watch like the end, which is mm. the same other stuff. Um, but anyway, Scott, yeah, thank you I so was... much again. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, of course. Thank you for having me. It was a ton of fun. Lots of uh, you know, a, a dream come true to come talk and guest with both of you, especially about this. Yeah. Taylor would be so proud. Oh. Uh, where can people find He's you? He's a big fan have, of our pod, uh, Scally. I don't know if you know. <laughs> She's our number one fan. Uh, Scally, where can people find you? What else you have got going on? People can find me on Twitter at uh, Brian underscore Scally. Also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bscally. I am covering this season of the Traders Canada with Puya over on RHAP and the Traders wrap-ups feed, which has been a ton of fun. Also covering the Devil's Plan with Chappelle on the RHAP wrap-ups and nothing but Netflix feeds. People should uh, definitely jump in on that one if you have not already. Super fun. And then myself and Matt Ligori are finishing up covering this season of the Challenge USA over on the Dom and Colin podcast feed and have just announced that we will be uh, branching out and starting our own challenge feed after multiple years in uh, the process, I guess you could say. Uh, and uh, to be determined what that's called, but keep an eye on yeah, I heard you're looking for name suggestions. Out. I would love yeah. name suggestions. <laughs> trying to, you know, I'm very picky. So yeah. I'm trying to find the right one. The Eras Tour. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> a podcast name that has not been taken and like actually like feels perfect mm-hmm. is like real tough yeah yeah luckily josh named poster recaps theater before we got this one ariel we, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's we so would, easy we'd be like popcorn pals or something. <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on popcorn pals is amazing you might need a subtitle <laughs> don't steal don't steal popcorn pals. don't steal popcorn when pals. we leave when we when we break free from psrt we're gonna be <laughs> swifties would never steal from other swifties <laughs> Oh, yeah. What about you, Grace? What you um, yeah, lots going on. Uh, doing a rewatch of Rome. It's the fall of Rome. Our flag means death. Uh, you and I are talking about the morning show. There's lots happening. Full spoiler recaps as well. We talked about the fall of the House of Usher. Um, so, yeah, I'm on socials at Hi from Grace. Fantastic. I am also uh, on Twitter, X, at that other Ariel, covering the morning show, like Grace said, covering uh house of the F- House, fall of the house of usher yeah. uh i was on uh yeah full spoiler recaps with you and jess i was also on with dr amanda for strike up the uh psr podcast yeah. so yeah look up for all those things and I'm nothing but netflix you were on nothing but netflix oh my god nothing but netflix yeah. there's so many usher houses to <laughs> to cover and talk about uh but yeah, that's it. I'm I'm sad. What's the next big movie that everyone will see the same weekend? I, mean, I don't know if everyone's going to go see it, but I am. And I think it's a limited release this week, but I think it's time to talk about Killers of the Flower Moon, which is Killers the new Scorsese of, movie, no, Leonardo DiCaprio, no. Robert De Niro, Lily Gladstone is getting like 
tremendous people i think want to give her the oscar already so i'm excited it should be fun i read the book but this year i think it's like i'm very excited for this movie this is also a very long movie ariel so back-to-back weeks yeah so i saw the runtime yeah i know uh, i'm not gonna drink liquids at all that but yes thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week until then i'm Ariel. that's grace and we approach the theater bye